show after the show. Give your G-spots like the chandelier right close to the front. Well, maybe my chandelier is in a vaulted ceiling. <laughs> you can do a longer chain. <laughs> kind of looks silly all the way up there at the ceiling. It really is. Yeah, <laughs> can't see a damn thing in the foyer. The light's too high. You never really know what might come up next. <laughs> no, everybody right now, grab, put your hand on your butthole. Great. And do a deep, hard cough. How about I put my hand in your butthole, and then you cough, and I'll see what happens. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Come here. Don't question me. I so, know buttholes. This ass needs an enema. It really is like hanging out with your friends, and nothing is off limits. I don't want to bend over, spread my ass cheeks, and touch the... No. Oh, yeah. That feels so good. <laughs> you don't stop. I'm going to put a cork hey. in there. I'm an extremely loving, passionate man. <laughs> We're all one big dysfunctional family. I could be popping an anal gland on a golden retriever right now, but I'm here with you. All I can do is lay there quietly and go, You are an idiot. (laughs) No, you're an evil asshole and I hate you. Seriously. Recorded and streaming live from Toad Hop Entertainment Studios in the John Lovitz Comedy Club and Podcast Theater at Universal City Walk, it's After Hours with Heidi and Frank. Welcome to After Hours with Heidi and Frank. Thank you for joining us. Uh, we're going to be on vacation next week, so there will be no After Hours with Heidi and Frank. Oh. They'll so- survive. Yeah, you can go back and listen to past episodes or check or catch up on your uh, Heidi and Frank episodes if you are a premium member to that show. I uh, appreciate that. Uh, so we're going to just get through the stuff that we didn't get through today. By the way, I think, on next, after hours. I think next week's, if Smeezy uh, told me, it's like a vintage after hours with Heidi and Frank. Oh, yeah. We're going way back, Frank. Yep. Way back. We're going to the 35th ever recorded after hours. And it is the day we announced the Heidi and Frank show. Oh, wow. That we we did what? That we announced the existence of the Heidi and Frank show and the departure of Frosty and that whole thing so you can relive those moments. But when he left the uh, FHFU? No, when he when he left, left. Oh, when he when left, he retired. Oh, when he retired. Wow, okay. Wow, I might have to listen to that one. It is a goodie. <laughs> so you have to go back and listen to that. See how it go. all began. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in the meantime, we got some stuff to get through uh, today. I see that uh, Kirstie Alley's written a memoir. Hmm. Looked like a grocery list, but. Uh, <laughs> oh God. <sighs> uh, but here's the here's the headline. Okay. My memoir will be sexier than Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> oh. Well, remember when she was... I don't want to think about her doing anything in that book. You don't want to think about Kirstie, Kirstie Alley? Alley doing anything in Fifty Shades of Grey. Isn't well, she kind of gross? Even for... I mean, for everyone? Mm, not just I think men? She used to I be. think she's really pretty. Now? Well, now she's in her 60s, I think, and she's in... Old, she's 61. Yeah. No, I think when, when she is thin and i'm not even talking cheers days i'm talking you know recent even weight loss she, if you look at she's pretty she's beautiful eyes i don't know and i, I like think you're not gonna disagree yeah it, well you know i like a gal who looks like a man in her new book the art of men kirstie alley 61 promises to dish on every man she's ever known well don't you remember when she was the big thing um back when this was shocking wouldn't even be shocking these days but she was married to hmm parker stevenson and she won some award, or she was she was on, I think, a stage accepting something. And she was like, but most of all, I would like to thank 
Parker Stevenson for giving me the big one all of these years. And people were like, and he's like, cut to him in the eyes, like, shit, just thank me for giving her my big cock for the last 10 years. And I mean, everyone's like, whoa, like that was so shocking. It wouldn't be shocking today in 2012, but back then it was like, can you imagine your I wife? I think it still would be. Famous actress is on stage and going, I just want to thank, you know, you for giving me the big one for the last 10 years. It's She's like, going to talk, talk about him too. Says so going to dish about uh, her ex-husband. I'm guessing it's Parker Stevenson, right? I don't know if she has more than one. And famous directors like Woody Allen. Look. Ah. To the cast of Cheers. Wait, he wants, Did she bang wait, the entire cast of Cheers? Wait, Woody Allen fucked her? I didn't even know her was related to her. I, I, that seems to be who he fucks those people. He's well, every man she's ever known is supposed to be hotter than Fifty, 50 Shades, Shades of Grey. So it's pretty much... Hmm. I don't know. Uh, so yeah, the, the cast of Cheers. Right, you think her and Ted dancing? Oh, yeah. You do? Of course, if he did Whoopi Goldberg, you'd do her. Oh, that's true. He'll, he'll do anything. <laughs> How do you go from Whoopi Goldberg, though, to just lovely Mary Steenburgen? You know? Like, two women who couldn't be more different. I want to know if she did, uh, well, what's his name? Went. Oh, uh. Hey, who played Cliff. Norm. Oh, no. George Went. George Went. Yeah. <laughs> With a D. Uh, well, she's going to talk about the whole cast. Of and Jim. even her good friend, New Kids on the Block, Jonathan Knight. Well, there's a, a, a combination I didn't know existed. Because I've lived a pretty wild life, and I wanted to share the good, the bad, and the ugly so that my readers can find humor in their own lives and have certainty that they can survive anything. Kirsty likes to say 60 is the new 30. She jokes, I want to be the bachelorette, but all the dudes have to be under 23. She's just making me sick. Eh, it's a little delusional. She's grossing me out. But see, that's what I'm saying. When a guy is that way, that's how I feel. I'm like, you look foolish. I'm 61, but I want my girlfriend to be under 23. I'm like, you look like a douchebag. Sorry. That's just one girl's opinion. How you feel about that statement is how I feel when I see a guy, because it's just obvious that she's with you for all the wrong reasons. But why would a guy possibly be with Kirstie Alley for a wrong reason? There's nothing she has to offer. For the story? For the Not even the story. For the story. That's something I would take to the grave. Oh, you'd come in and say if you fucked Kirstie Alley. I, I wouldn't. No. Kirstie Alley looks like that chick, that fat chick I had to carry to bed that one time. Oh, really? <laughs> She's like a Kirstie Alley kind of look like now. Fat Kirstie Alley. Oh, all right. Well, I'd you'd... pick her up. She probably had another kid of mine. Hell, I don't know. <laughs> doesn't that Thank God she ate it. Doesn't that scare you at all? Like, I can, I can uh, you know, walk the planet knowing that there are no little Heidi's out there. There's no chance. I, you we know, can all feel safer. Right. Uh, and and women are that way as well. But doesn't it scare you that are you for sure, for sure, for Hell sure? No, I'm not sure. Hell, it's happened to me. Right. And Smeezy, are you for sure there are no children out there anywhere? It's cra- it's weird to be a guy. It's weird because you think, of well. Of course there's no children out there that he hasn't touched. <laughs> that would just be so bizarre to me to, to walk planet Earth and go, I don't know. I had sex with that chick. I didn't even really know her name. and. I don't wear a condom, but and I, don't I never saw her again. That right. That's that's not the purpose of right. sex. Right. Actually, so, uh, the, the the memoir is going to be titled for Kirstie Alley, uh, 50 Ladles of Gravy. Oh, all right. Well, I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Steve from Colorado. See, you got your sense of humor back after the events of last night. Oh, yeah. I can't wait to, uh, to get that book and then uh, read it. Or have Stephen Shirley read uh, Kirstie Alley. <laughs> no. 50 Ladles of Gravy. <laughs> You had some uh, sex stuff. Let's get a lot of the sex stuff out of the way first. Uh, you've had this one for a while. Crazy, crazy sex. Well, is that what that means? No. Oh. Well, it's crazy if you're having this kind of sex. Okay, so I've two 
uh, I'm going to actually, Frank, I'm going to start with this one because there seems to be some sort of trend. I'm going to start with the, um, you can pay to snuggle this girl. And she's doing a booming business. Instead of Fifty Shades of Grey, it'll be 50 bales of hay. Oh, Christy Allen, because she's just a moose. Yeah. Big cow. Uh, (laughs) All right. Would you pay for this? No nudity, no sex, just cuddling. One woman is making a good living from snuggling. Sixty bucks an hour. That's Carreza. No, that that oh. that's different. Because uh, I want to, I want to, I want to. I know. Oh, I'm saying it like that because it's spelled <laughs> with a K A E R E Z Z A. Yeah, it's Carreza. Carreza sex. Um, no, this is the snuggling thing. So this is you're paying a woman. This woman, a picture of her. Christy Alley thinks sixty is the new thirty. Maybe that's why she thinks that two forty is the new hundred and twenty. Yo, Joe. This girl right here. This is a picture, actually, of two girls. But this is her, just so you know what she looks like. $60 an hour. To do what? You uh, snuggle her for an hour. And she's making a good living. Uh, what do you mean, is snuggle? To find snuggle. With anybody? Well, sp- yes. She does. And it's fully clothed, and there's non-sexual. Now, um, the reporter was asking her, you know, if a man is paying you $60 an hour and... and um, Can he, like, cup a tit or something? No, there's no sexual contact. She will let you spoon her because she said... Well, then my penis is going in your butt wedge. She, and she says that is understandable. And and the reporter was like, <laughs> what about, you know, erections? And she goes, that that does happen. You know, it does. And I, I'm not... Obviously, I'm not going to discourage that, but nothing's going to happen with it. I'm not touching it. You're not going to do anything with it. <laughs> you can't move back and forth between her just butt cheeks? Uh, nothing sexual, she says. But She's lying. S- but sixty uh, bucks an hour. Her name's Jack Jacqueline Samuel. She opened up the Snuggery last month, and the clients can snuggle with her non-sexually. And uh, that says uh, for customers interested in Jackie's services, most of whom are men, but women have paid her to snuggle. Uh, sexual arousal reads the website. It, sexual arousal is perfectly normal and should not make anyone feel uncomfortable. But acting out on those impulses is forgiven, and uh, they're calling it touch therapy. Which, if you really think about it, like when's the last time? But it does. I hate people. I know, Frank. But doesn't it feel good to have like somebody just really hug you? Not a hey, see ya, mm, pat pat. But just to have somebody hold your body close to theirs. Not when I'm and, paying them sixty bucks and, and hold you. But does it? That but takes it, away from the genuineness of the hug. Yeah. Uh, an advocate of the notion that touch is healing. It's it's touch therapy. Uh, it's a healing activity of which most Americans are deprived. This girl uh, believes that just a few minutes of cuddling can relieve stress and aggravation and anxiety for up to five days. So in this society, like really think about it. When's the last time you've had just a really good hug? And she's saying you'd be amazed at how many people. How long do you just have to hug you for sixty bucks an hour? You it's an a hour. Hug for a solid lay, hour. Like you see that picture of those. Of she's the, just lazy. Of those two, you can you can hold and and just spoon and. So she's just lazy. She has like chronic fatigue. And she turned into a business. <laughs> well, you should tell you, party. You can just yeah. lay in here with me, sixty bucks. Don't stick your dick in my ass. She could have a haircutting place and a a snuggery. Hell, the snuggery be right up her alley. Yeah, and she could. Uh, Make a living. I mean, think about it. A hot girl that's willing to lay with you. There are tons of guys who it's the same. I think it's the same mentality, Frank, as the guy who hires the hooker or the escort for a girlfriend experience. He's not having sex with her, but he just wants to go out like with a pretty lady on his arm and have a dinner and like feel what it would be like if I really had a girlfriend. It's that. It's like, wow, I haven't had a hug in a long time. When's the last time you got a good hug where you're like, oh, felt good. I felt comforted. 
been a while, I bet. Right? Does does Farty grab you and hold you? She holds you at night? Mm, no. She doesn't snuggle up behind No, because then you get too hot. There's no way I could even snuggle with somebody for an hour and just start sweating. <laughs> well, you open a window and put the fan on, you know, and then just have a light sheet over the two of you. No, but still, people get too hot. There's just, I mean, it happens. Could you- she'll, she'll get too hot. I'm usually the, I'm the furnace, and then she'll get too hot and have to move, God, move away. Get, fucking get off of me. I yeah. feel like I'm going to pass out. Anyone can really snuggle for an hour, unless it's super cold outside and there's no heat. Yeah. Or you're you're in need of touch therapy, Frank. It's a real thing. Feels good. This I is don't a mind scam. the heat. I I could cuddle. I have cuddled all night long without moving. Just yeah. Oh. Shmoo and I we trade positions. I go okay. I'm a little spoon now. <laughs> well, well, then that's moving. Well, yeah, we move. We you get to the cold spots like flipping a pillow. Uh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess we do. I, I'll hold her for an hour while we're falling asleep, and then in the middle of the night, is I'll it weird to be the little spoon? And, as a man, it the collector's spoon. Some what? girls do get weirded out that you sometimes like. I like being the big spoon most of the time, but yeah. sometimes I just want to be held. I won't, my once, camera's killing itself. How's <clears throat> camera broke? It just just felt. It just it's trying to run away from the room. It was just your back. Oh, okay. the whole thing did. Don't worry about it. Lay it down. It, it won't work. See, it actually broke. <laughs> this is my life. Yeah, your camera actually broke. <laughs> <while I was laughs> All right. Um... No, because I'm smaller than even though in our relationship, you know, I'm 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 the I'm girly. My camera killed itself. That's hilarious. <laughs> it, really <did. laughs> it really did. But but here's the thing, Frank. Somebody didn't tell you that they retaped it, that it is broken before, and didn't tell you because there's tape on this. Oh, it is. God. It is. Uh, <laughs> That's looks like a Karen tape job. Oh, somebody didn't want to piss Daddy off. Oh my God. Oh, I hate people. You need a hug. <laughs> no. No. All right. You need I, need, I need some touch therapy. My fist <laughs> touching their faces. <laughs> see? That'd make you feel better, wouldn't it? Now you believe in touch therapy. Uh, yeah, see, I end up being the big the big spoon. Yep. Because I'm bigger. Big. Bigger than, you know. So that's always weird, too, because it's like I've, I want to be the little, 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 what do you call it? The collector spoon? You know those little spoons that really don't, you, you buy them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I need one from Indiana. Drugstore destinations. You're going to Florida. Can you bring me back a spoon? Okay, so that's uh, snuggling. So this is mm-hmm. no this is no sex at all. Now, Carreza sex, okay? You've done tantric sex, mm-hmm. right? Where you have sex for a really long time, but you eventually get to have an orgasm yeah. in tantric sex, correct? All right. Well, You hold it off. It's a, it's a constant inner battle. Yeah, take to the edge, pull back a little, take to mm-hmm. the edge. But mm-hmm. the payoff is you do eventually in tantric sex get to... Yeah. Okay. Well, Kareza sex is like tantric in that you are having sex. You are taking each other to the edge, but you never come. When do we know when to stop? Well, that is a good question. <laughs> yeah. That's why I'm here. Yeah, they uh, they don't they they I guess the main reason to do Kareza sex is for intimacy and bonding. So I guess when you feel like, oh my god, I'm just making an amazing connection with you right now. That's then, when we blow. It. Yeah, no. See, in Kareza sex, uh, you never blow it. And there's a growing number of men and women who are giving up conventional climax-oriented intercourse for carezza sex, <laughs> which is derived from the Italian word carezza, meaning caress. It stays far from the edge of orgasm instead of putting emphasis on the... Uh, far from uh, the edge. 
far from the edge. So, so you're not yeah. even close. Well, they're saying that the whole experience is about, it's like that whole, it's not the destination, which is the coming. It's the journey, which is the actual lovemaking part of it. But so, I, if I never get close to getting there, then it's not really enjoyable. We well, stay no. far from well, the destination. No, but it's like right now, it's like, oh. We're driving a long, long <laughs> circle around where we'd like to be. No, but you could. we could be having sex. We could just start having sex. Oh, my God, this feels so good. Well, I'm not close to having an orgasm, but it I sure feels good right now. Like, oh, my God, it feels good. But it's, if we continue what we're doing right now. It, it feels better. It, but, it might t- <laughs> but it might take me a while. I'm not close, but it feels good feels really good. That's why a lot of women can have sex and not even have an or you know, they're like, "Well, I still enjoyed it. I still enjoyed it." But you never had an orgasm? No, but I still enjoyed it. That's that. It's like, "Wow, you can enjoy it and not have an orgasm." Would this work for me? No. I would want You never enjoyed sex without an orgasm? I've never had sex without having an orgasm. I don't un- Really? Uh, uh, never. I'm flattered. <laughs> oh, well, I guess there was that once. Um, they said many couples are finding that the tech... very quiet. That the tech... <laughs> well, it was with the rope and duct tape. How can I make noises? Uh, many couples are finding that the technique of Carreza has helped heal their marriages and inject more spark back into their sex lives. Um, they, they use it for strengthening of marriage. Now, see, I read this and it's just extremely frustrating to me to know that we're doing this and this feels good, but... I'm never letting you have an orgasm, and I'm not going to. So it's just like really slow tantric, where it's like after a week, then you fully on go. But they're giving up traditional sex forever. They're never releasing. No, they have to. I know that's just impossible. Carreza, yes, it will kill you. You will explode in a big uh, uh, fiery ball of jizz. Said the young man. That's what they said in high school. If you don't use it, you lose it. You're using it. You're just not doing. I mean, it's just it's a waste (laughs) of time. It's empty. Here's what goes on. Well, the human connection. That's yeah. That's, that's what they're something. saying. It brings couples back together because we're not, we're not because I think I'll speak for myself. When you're you're in a relationship and you got a lot of stuff going on and lots of stuff to do, but you want to fit in that, you're like okay, and it becomes very like okay, we know how to make this happen. Let's make this happen, and then we move on. We don't necessarily connect. You don't connect every time you're having sex. With I do. So I connect with people, but there's no looking into each other's eyes and really taking the moment and it, you're like oh i came you came okay let's let's go we got to meet these guys for dinner i don't need to look into your eyes it's, i mean like to the, connect. your idea for connection is different than mine you can't say yeah you know we came we, now we're gonna snuggle and look at each other's eyes like that's how you think sexual connection is achieved so if someone else sees it a different way then you can't understand that your connection is just the, taking the time to be with me yeah physically you don't connect but I, mean, I didn't feel connected doesn't matter. I did. But I didn't. He connected all over you. Uh, all over my... I connected all, all your hairs together. All over my hair and, and uh, all over the comforter. I It'd be hard to get a comb through I, that now. For, it'd be hard to get a comb through our connection. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I connect. I connected your top eyelid to your bottom eyelid. <laughs> sealed it. It sealed really our, is the glue in our relationship. Sealed our love. <laughs> hey, can you connect over here? i got to mail this package. Can you connect a little right here so I can... Mm-hmm. Seal that down. Uh, Carreza sex <laughs> is defined. Here are the guidelines for no climax intercourse. See how many of these you can relate to. Smiling and eye contact. No. While we're doing it? Yes. I would be laughing because we're not going to come. Gazing into each other's eyes for several moments. Synchronized breathing. 
See, That's the, part of tantric. See, the second I would focus on my breathing and your breathing, I would have an anxiety attack because I'd be like. So you can never focus on your own breathing? You oh, God, out? no. Oh, oh, no. No, 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 no. Anytime someone goes, focus on your Listen breathing. To your bre- That's supposed no. to be a relaxation technique. No, it's not. Because then I'm like, what if I. Stop what, breathing. What? Yes. You are. Come on. I can't focus on my own breathing. That is not mm. relaxing to me whatsoever. I can't do it either, though, and I'm not psychotic. If I think about my breathing, I cannot breathe normally. Right. I have to have something. You're not to supposed to breathe me. normally. You're supposed to like long and slow no, no, and I, deep, I relaxing breath. Right. Whatever the next step is, I'm <laughs> still thinking about my breathing. I'm, I, think about doing it the right way. No. Think, no. think about dance steps. Now, now for the remainder of this conversation, I'm going to be concerned with my breathing. Yeah. See, I can't think about anytime you. You're not supposed to think about anything else. You're supposed to be thinking about your breathing. But now, now the next thing, we're like, oh, okay, now we're synchronized with the breathing, and then go on to the next. I'm like, wait, wait, we went off. But anytime, yeah. like if I feel my you own, are a magic lover. No. <laughs> now, if you're because maybe you're more normal in certain aspects of your life than I am. Like if I'm laying somewhere and it's very quiet. You mean sane? Yeah. And it's so quiet and still that you can feel and hear your own heartbeat, okay? Some people may find comfort in that. Now I'm going, wow, that's my heart beating. and that, Yeah, that's, that's a good sign. That's what's keeping me alive. But what if, yeah. what if, like, it's so... What if it stops right now? Like, it's so, could just quit. Like, it just could quit. And then I'm all wrapped up and, like, I don't hear the... I'm going, oh, my God. Now that, you're hearing arrhythmias. That sounds like it's like <laughs> we, it's weird. Like when people go, oh, I have a heart murmur. I'm like, oh, how do you know? Well, you can hear it when it's like a whooshing. When you, when, so now I'm laying there and I'm thinking about my breathing. I can hear my heart beating in my ears. It's like this, this shit would not work for me. Tantric sex would not work for me. I've tried transcendental meditation, which I really want to get right. into. You got close to that, didn't you? Not even close. I can't, <laughs> I can't meditate. I try. Transcendental. You can meditate. Get- I, I can't. It's but I've, I've read about it, and they're like, it's, it's life-changing. It does bring an inner calm and an inner peace and, and, all, and all of that. You can go through your day and stuff that would get you worked up. It doesn't. You've, you're, you teach yourself. I can't lay. I, I bought the stupid anxiety DVDs with, uh, oh, yeah, see, this will give me an anxiety attack. Just listen to this. Uh, this Lucinda, Lucinda Sutmer, she's like, do you suffer from anxiety? Do you have worry about stuff that you should? I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So order the thing and you put in the DVDs and you listen and she's trying to get you to relax and just clear your mind and go to a place. You need medication, Gene. The biggest waste of my money ever. Medication. I can't clear my mind. No, you don't like taking Advil, but you need medication. You're chemically imbalanced. No, 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 I can't stop my mind. It's like you have diabetes, and you can't produce whatever diabetes can't. So you gotta, (laughs) you can't stop your mind. You're chemically imbalanced. My mind just continues to go. Like so, you you fix yours with weed. Weed. Well, I mean, I can slow it down. Okay. Well, what what drug would would you give me? I'd give you everything that they have. (laughs) And a big cocktail. Whatever. Yeah, anti-anxiety medication. I don't know what particular prescription name of that would be but it would be a strong one how boring the show would be no it wouldn't be boring because you wouldn't because your anxiety would be gone i think it would be you would you would enjoy it more you would enjoy life more you would enjoy the show more you get anxious way too quick i do get anxious quickly yeah the stuff you bring up would be more interesting (laughs) if i was on drugs no maybe if all of you were on drugs i would be you know like when you find uh i mean i'll say like medical stories yeah 
you find them very, very exciting and interesting because you're like you said, you can't listen to your heartbeat without fucking freaking out. So no. to you, that's like, oh my god, <laughs> this is, oh, I gotta take this to the show. <laughs> Nobody else gives a shit. All right, I won't bring I'm any just, more medical. Stuff. I'm just saying for okay. understand. WebMD is like your favorite website. Okay. For others, it's like it's that's boring. Yeah. It's just a medical journal, and I really don't. I would okay. never go there. So no more medical stories. I mean, the tumor thing with the Chinese lady tumor face, that's funny. I mean, that's All good right. stuff. All but right. I mean, and, and, as far and, and, as like, uh, did you know? Bubble that you man? Could, bubble man? Bubble, like, yeah, any yeah. physical uh, outside thing. But it's okay. like, okay. When, yeah, other, other than that, like, uh, you know, this, that, you know, don't bring it up. Because okay. you wouldn't find the interest with less anxiety about your own personal health and well-being. You wouldn't go to WebMD. You wouldn't find these crazy health stories. You wouldn't search down this wormhole of oh, let's link to this, link to this, link to this, where you find this story and yeah, think yeah. it's so great. A person you'd be more relaxed. I think you'd enjoy other other stuff. I would more. just go, oh, who cares? If you eat pork, you get tapeworms. Big fucking deal. <laughs> and that, but the me now would go, holy shit. Pork. I mean, do you eat pork? You bake, bake, and ham. And, and, yeah, and, all, no, and the solution ham. is all you got to do is cook it. <laughs> and you're freaking out. Well, you really got to. You get really, it up to 160 degrees inside. And you got you, to make sure it's stuff. really, really not even a little bit undercooked. You have tapeworms. We got Laura on the saying. phone. 888 We got Laura calling from San Francisco. Hey, Laura. Hi, guys. What's up? I have a question for you, Heidi, um, and all of you. Um, you say you, when you were young and you heard about Reagan getting cancer on his nose. Yes. And you first remember being a hypochondriac, right? Mm. Then you tell the story when you were dating Joe that you were driving in a Jeep in a bikini barefoot oh, to the Kroger. And now you're afraid to walk on a beach barefoot for hypodermic needles. So I know. I'm wondering what happened in between being free from being hot well, here's what's your so, kid. Right. She was what? getting dick. No. Yeah, That's I guess dick was, the, dick was the fix. <laughs> dick, I was like, I'm getting dick. That fixes everything. I Listen, yeah. I can go barefoot through a Kroger's because I got, you know. It really was no, Peter Zillin. Really, really, Heidi, what do you think that is? No, here's here's the thing. This is what the Italian always says, too, about me. She said, what, The human so, penis is a beautiful thing. Oh, and how I miss thee. Um, <laughs> in flesh-colored, anyway. I uh, Here's what's so weird. And the Italian would be like, you are such a freako. You won't, you won't take pills that I hand you in the middle of the night while the bedroom's dark if I'm handing you an aspirin and B12. You say, turn the light on, I want to see. Right. You don't trust me. Yet, I'll go get Botox in my face. She goes, you realize you're injecting the most, the most deadly poison on planet Earth, botulism, into right. your head. I thought cyanide was like and the you don't want to turn the light on when you pee because you don't want to wake up, but you want to wake up. Yeah, think she said, what's so weird is you won't take an Advil because you've had wine, even though you need it, but you'll, you'll, t- you'll inject a poison. I don't know so why I am the way I am. Is? Like, because you need medication. You are chemically imbalanced. I'm not. Yes. Yeah, well, me, yeah, you smoke some weed. I don't know. There's something. I think we should take a big uh, intervention and make her walk to the ocean and put her feet. Because you know what? You love pretty women. And remember when Julia Roberts makes Richard Gere take off his shoes and make him put his feet in the grass? Yeah. And it's all really good. And then he kind of changes. Maybe you need that or something. I mean, I don't know. Anyway, that's one question. Oh. I have another question, okay. you guys. Since Abby on the air, I'm having a birthday barbecue in LA next week, and I ordered the man break. Yep. Do you guys have any? Have you done any skewers on it? Because I know you burned bacon a little fast, and I'm trying to figure it out. No, you can I do skewers. Have a lot of time mm-hmm. to it's easy. You can cook out. anything. I, I mean, just throw them on there, and it's 
awesome. I just did like loose vegetables too. I was like, uh, where okay. baby carrots could fall between it, but the but the angle of the grate is together, through, so yeah. they don't fall through. So I just like just loose small vegetables. I was okay. Mm. Yeah, Yay. perfect for everything. Yeah, I think it was the only thing I would well, say is maybe maybe if you're cooking like a, a white fish or something, just put a little tin foil down over top of it so it doesn't fall. Oh, okay, all right. And if I get a chance to come to uh, to uh, Universal, I'm going to come and say hi. I'll yeah, definitely you. stop in anytime. Okay, love you guys. Love, love you too. too. Walk barefoot. Go for it. Love you. Uh, Walk barefoot to a doctor that prescribes medication. <laughs> <sighs> all right. Do they te- how they test for that sort of thing anyway? Uh, I think they take your blood. And well, I've see. had my blood taken and mm. tested. Complete blood panel. Hormonally, thyroid, all my chemicals are fine. Completely normal. Then, I've had it done twice in the last six months. No, I think with uh, brain chemistry, it's really hard to tell, but they'll put you on something to see if you feel better. <laughs> it's really <laughs> tough. I'm going to do Well, wow, that, this is totally not worrying because, woo, I'm racing. Yeah, and then you tell your therapist that or whoever is prescribing mm-hmm. you the drugs, and they'll say, okay, well, then let's try this. Because if you're getting this kind of a reaction from this much of this, then maybe you need to be more on this because this has, doesn't have that reaction you're talking about. That's and then you find the one that works for you, and it's like, you know what? I think I'm good, Doc. This is awesome. It's like, okay, you just keep doing this the rest of your life, and you'll be set to pop. Why don't you come back and see me in a month or two months? Mm-hmm. If anything else happens, you feel weird again, give me a call. It is one of those uh, yeah, recipes. trial and error. Mm-hmm. Let's mix a little of this. Ooh, too much salt. Next time, mm, got to take that out. So I've seen not? people do that and get obese, though, because of their side effects. Yeah, they're like, oh, Sometimes. I'm, I'm on, on medicine. Yeah, I'm on anti-anxiety meds. So I'm like, I've gained like 40 pounds. Oh, that's now. Yeah. now I'm even <laughs> crazier because now I'm fat. And now I'm really insane. Fat and crazy. <laughs> That's what you want? Yeah. The only way to stay right. sane is to swallow a bee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> they all fat. <laughs> Take one bee every morning. <laughs> You'll be fine. <laughs> a little medicine bottle of bees. <laughs> uh, we got Limo Guy on the phone. What's up, Limo Guy? Hey, Frank. I need some advice, bro. I got my best friend since middle school. He just called me out of nowhere yesterday night while fishing. And he wants to get married to this 40-year-old chick, and he's barely 26 years old. <laughs> That's what I'm telling him. I just lost my voice. But wait, why is he so calling how, how would I, how would I, Oh, because we, we stay, uh, we're, we're long-distance friends, but we grew up in the same neighborhood, but he moved to Vegas a couple years ago. And this chick, I guess, is doing the, when, you know, want to get married type of... No, 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 no. Questions out there. I haven't really, I've have never met her. Never met her, but he called me saying, hey, man, my chick wants me to get married to her. I'm like, no. How would I tell him? I don't want to be a dick, you know, just tell him no. She's way too old. I know she's way too old, but I just don't want to do that to him and have him get mad. (laughs) Well, I mean, it's not like he doesn't know that. I mean, yeah, she's 40 years old. He's 26. She wants to get married. The only reason she wants to get married because she feels like she's uh, never going to find anybody. So she's trying to lock somebody down. But if he's not, if he's. See, he's toying with the idea. Otherwise, he wouldn't have called to even ask you about it. See, he's going, well, I, mean, I kind of do want to marry her, but what do you think? So, you know what I'm saying? It's, well, the, otherwise, fact if it's called, like, the fact that he called and asked somebody else about it means you've already won. He doesn't want to marry her. He wants to be told not to. Because if he did want to marry her and think it was the, the woman of his life and oh, he found the one, then he would have called you and said, guess what? I'm getting married. Not my woman's bringing it up. He wants to be told yeah. by you, an honest friend, to say, dude, don't do it. Because he's, he's going to feel... Sure, too- sure, I was about to say that. My wife saw, you know, what I was going to say. She's like, no, don't, don't, don't say it. He probably does love her. I'm like, 
I was going to tell her. A true friend is going to tell them exactly. Right. But you haven't what, met her. Doesn't matter. To be fair, you uh, haven't yeah, met her. She I, may I, be I fantastic. Because every time I go on business trips to Las Vegas and I say, hey, man, I'm down here, so let's hang out. I'm, you know, a couple of days in mm-hmm. Vegas. So every time I tell him I'm in Vegas, he says that he's off of work. And when I do call him and I arrived in Vegas, I guess they're maybe together because then he just flakes out. So doesn't that sound like she's maybe controlling and telling him not to go out? Right, she doesn't want him to go out with his uh, equally young friend in Vegas, and she's this old lady who's insecure, and that's why she's got to get someone to marry her because she doesn't want to die but alone. So yeah, I'd say I'd tell your buddy, you know, don't do that if she's pressuring you. Just be honest, straight out honest, and just don't do. She's way too old. I haven't said that. I'm like, yeah, yeah she's mature. Uh, she's experienced. That's all I tell. So him. if the girl was 29, you wouldn't have a problem, or or his own age. He's a little over 26. So if she, if he was saying this about a 27 or 8 year old girl, you'd feel differently. It's the yes. age thing for you. Okay, of course. Yeah, <laughs> and the, in this case, it's like yeah, he he's young and uh, and she's old and she should know better. But uh, what I don't understand is that I've never seen her. And I, she's always saying that she wants to meet me because you're his best friend. You guys talk about how you guys grew up together. But always like she seems, I don't know, I just don't trust this girl. Yeah, she sounds like a bitch to me. <laughs> that I want to beat your high school friend you've talked right, about. Guys, I'd so love to meet him. Thank you very much, Frank. No problem, buddy. Let me know how it goes. Awesome. Thank you. He's looking for the truth. Maybe she's a fantastic woman. Seriously. If she was a fantastic woman, she would never pressure him to marry her. But if she's four, maybe she's never been married. She's saying, hey, listen, I just want you to know that I'm not playing around. I really want something serious. So if that's what you're into, I mean, some guys might see that as pressure. It's like, no, I'm just letting you know. I'm not looking for it a casual pressure. fling. I'm looking that for somebody long term. Otherwise, you keep your trap shut. Yeah, but I need, it's not fair. I'm going to let you know where I'm standing. Why is it not fair? Because I'm going to, it's not fair to you. I need to, I put all my cards on the table and say, I'm, I'm not looking for a casual fuck. I'm looking for well, a long term. When you're telling me this. When we've gone out on some dates. Some dates? How many or, dates before three, you pull two, out? I'm not looking for a casual. Two or three dates. Two or three, two or three dates. dates. They've been together for a while. Okay. Well, I'm saying that's, I would say, I would lay it all out there and say, you know, I'm, I'm 40 years old. I'm, I'm looking for something long term. If that's something that you're not into, I appreciate it. So you're, just, you're wondering if she ever told him that. Well, yeah. I mean, I think it's fair. If that's what I'm looking for, I'm not doing the old, well, you know, I'm out. It's casual. If I meet someone, great. If I don't, no big deal. I don't deal. think 40-year-old women have that same kind of confidence to be uh, so honest with a guy up front. Oh, Especially see, I think that's the opposite. I think it's like, you know, I'm 40 years old. I'm not 22 playing games and trying to say all the right things. And what's he want me to say? It's even Listen. worse for a 40 year old woman trying to go out there and play the games and say all the right things because there is this image of being that's what I'm saying. Part you're just of honest. cougar life, and you know, and you want to get the younger guy, and he is the younger guy, and so he's like he could leave me at any moment for a younger younger girl. So I can't be that woman who's pressuring and and I you know I gotta I gotta still play that role of I, I can be cool at 40. Like, I should have been cool at 22, but the girl at 22 won't have the same wisdom to be that cool. She can go ahead and say, hey, and just be an idiot, and all of a sudden it's like, well, she knows she can get another young guy. Yeah. This woman is stuck. I feel she, like... She can't get somebody else like that. She's, she thinks she's, she's met it, and so now if she's pressuring, I say no. Well, I say get out. Uh, it all depends on the definition of pressure. Like, when I just laid that out on the table right there, you're like, that's, that's pressure. pressure. That's pressure. I'm like... It was. I felt pressure. But didn't didn't you appreciate my honesty so that you can go? That's totally not what I'm looking for. You I'm pushed, looking to fuck. A push is pressure. You pushed me out the door and said, "Okay." That's fine. Then that you're out the door. That's that's cool. Then he should just be out the door as opposed to. Well, then you're self sabotaging. 
but what if I want to get married? It's not fair to you to let you Second go. or third date? Yeah. You already want to marry me? No, not necessarily you. I'm then saying that's you what get, I'm looking for. Then why are you for? having the conversation about marrying me on the second date or third date? It's I'm like, feeling things for you. <laughs> and it's see not how, just casual. See it's, how this I'm, is self-sabotage I'm because I'm a young guy and I'm not going to, I'm like, wow, this old I, lady's all over me. I would say that. To In a, a bad way. I would say that to a 40-year-old guy. If I was a 40-year-old woman and we start talking about things and it's like. Believe me, we know. You don't need to say that crap. We but know not, that you not want. all forty year olds want to get married. I know plenty of people are like, no, thanks, that's not for They're me. Or lying. I did, or I did it in my twenties, and I don't want to do it They're again. They're lying to themselves. They go home and cry every night because nobody loves them. Yeah. They do. I, I'm just saying, I, I'm, I would be that way. It's like I'm just laying my cards out on the table. When I was a younger person, I may not have. I'd have been like, yeah, yeah, saying, trying to say all the right things. When you show your cards, you the game a... is over, and it's no fun anymore. That's why poker is so exciting because you don't know what that other person has. And right, you are but, playing a game, and you are putting your chips in, and you are putting a risk into it. It's like, oh, no, before you put any chips in, here's my cards. Let me see your cards. Well, wow, you took the excitement right out of this fucking relationship. <laughs> our cards are laid out there. Our, our chips are here. Do you want to put them together now? Um, no. Would you, go, reversing it, you're with a Make girl. Make me earn that pot. You're with a girl for six months. You're a guy who wants to be a husband and a father. You're with her for six months. You're falling hard for this girl. You mm-hmm. are in love. You're like, oh, my God. Sure. And you never had any sort of talk about anything, about anything. Well, and I so, don't do that. I have that talk date number uno. Six, date number one? Six months in, and she goes, sure. oh, I don't ever want to get married and have a kid. I, that's because you're not afraid my... they think you're gay. No, I'm not afraid of them thinking I'm gay. I'm very, very straight. I'm going to have a wife and kids someday, <laughs> date saying, one, because nice it's like, oh, just, really? I it, guess he might be straight. Actually, I thought he was just gay. It's I the need... biggest cut the bullshit stuff. It's talk. Exactly. It's like, here's what I'm looking for. If you're not, that's cool. Because you don't want to go six months in and I've fallen head over heels for this girl and thinking, oh, my God, this is, oh, my God. If I've fallen head over heels for her. And she says, I'm never getting married. I don't want kids or I don't want to get married. That's not my thing at all. You're like. Well, then so maybe, why didn't you then, fucking tell me this date three? Then maybe it's not my thing. Maybe what I thought was my thing, which was married and kids, is not my thing because I fell head over heels for a woman that it's not her thing. So why do I have to stick with my rut of going, I'm going to be honest with everybody and maybe find somebody who wants to have that same thing, but they don't want to have me. Because now just, I'm stuck with a girl who doesn't no, want to get married and have kids. Because that's why you, you want the thing. You don't want me. That's the problem that most people would get into. It's like I think it's a problem my little sister got into. She wanted the thing. She wanted the Husband family. And kids, yeah. She wanted the kids. She got that and got divorced because she married the wrong. She didn't want the guy. She wanted the thing. Mm-hmm. So it's like in this case, if you keep searching for the thing and then somebody else is like, you know what? I want that same thing. Doesn't mean I want you. Well, you're providing me something what I want, but it has nothing. And now I'm stuck with a woman. With you personally, you just happen to be wanting the same thing. But now I'm now I'm with That's a woman so who I love. Sad. Now I'm with a woman who I really love. Yes. and we don't want the same thing, and I'll never get that child that I really but want. But maybe too. you don't want that. No, thing. No, I do. Why are you sabotaging <laughs> no, yourself I, on I something that you don't even know if you really want it because you don't know what it is? I want to be a husband and a father. I know that. Ew. That's what I've you know. You do want to be a husband and a father someday? Well, chances are that's going to be closest <laughs> I'm ever going to get. No, I'm so it's like you think you, you lay it all out there. No. Smeez does. He, he wants he to be thinks, a husband and a father. He thinks that he does. In the way he grew I, I up and the way society is, I mean, there's a certain time in a man's life he's like, based on successes, this is where you should be at certain points of your life. I understand exactly how he feels. Does he need that? He doesn't need it to be happy. He could be happy with Shmoo the rest of their lives. What if they get together and all of a sudden she's barren like you? Well, is he going to dump her because he wants that thing? Or did he fall in love with the girl? The they girl will adopt. Met, And then all of a sudden he's like, well, my thing is different now because I love you. I'd rather find somebody that I'm in love with and change my things. Damn, I'm on fire.
Well, it's easy for a guy to say who has two children already. Yeah, you a have former ever husband you fucking... and a current father saying maybe you don't want those things. Meaning, right. I married a, uh, the wrong woman. Sure. And because I thought it was time for the thing. Right. Yeah. It wasn't. But that that, that was a my bad thing was driving me not and the woman. It was it just the stars didn't line up. No, they at the time they they were aligned. Everything was perfect. This is this is what I but my thing is happening. Success. Mm-hmm. This is what is going on. It's like right. you want you are being overly controlling again. What do you mean? Meaning by saying you, exactly what I want. Yes, because you are, you're, like I said, self sabotaging. If you're going to go out there and you're going to say it off the bat like that, then you're going to scare people away. Or instead of just going, I want to get to know this person, and you know maybe their thing will change, or maybe my thing will change. It seems like those. The, well, the, and that might things, happen. Sure, the that, things aren't finite. These but, people are, and so if you find somebody you're in love with, it's really sad you lost it over something stupid. No, but it's not stupid mm. to me. It's but important it, to me it, because it, it's like, uh, like go back, use I something, I'd, use something. It's more that important I can. to find somebody that you truly connect with and agree to disagree about your thing. But if something, mm. if something really important to me, and I'll just use just animals, I'm I'm not going to be with somebody who's like, oh, I can't. I think dogs are disgusting. I want to get that out. Pretty quickly, of course, because I'm going to live my entire That's an life odd with an- dinner with, conversation with animals. I mean, whenever we're talking about stuff like, oh, do you have animals? Oh, yeah, I actually have four dogs. Oh, yeah, well, I, I'm not really. A, I can't. I just think they're dirty. And, they're, then, they're, and that's then, self-sabotaging, too. You have four dogs. If you were dating again, yeah, I'd say get rid of at least two of those. Not happening. But I'm saying and you'll know, you know oh, how hard it'll be here's for you pa- here's to the find package. somebody. Oh, they're lined up. Um, here's, no, they're here's not. my package. <laughs> <laughs> well, not at, not for me, but there are people lined up in the opposite they're, direction. They're lined up for the Yorkies. Is there anybody else? They love Yorkies. <laughs> um, Yorkie freaks. Yeah, they I mean, got the I Yorkie just, sweatshirt on. I, I think uh, she stands I, in front of the line I, for Batman, and she's like, "What? They're lined up." Look at all these people. Even that one chick, she's dressed as Batman. She wants me. She's into me. Um, I don't know. I just feel like I'm not, I'm not holding the stuff back. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie to you and go, oh, you know, if I, you know, get married, you know, whatever. It doesn't matter either way. Well, that's not how I feel right now. So if you're asking me that question, so do you want to get married and have kids one day? Yes, I do. What about it? Is it an accomplishment? Is it a checklist? Is it, it, is, bu- a is, is it a bucket goal. list? A life goal. Most yeah. people are unlike you in the way that you you went to school for geology and pre-med, and then you just decide. I ride just, the wave, exactly. man. I live in the now. Most people decide what they want to be when they grow up and then pursue that goal. Right. And that no, includes that's not true. your goal it, list. 70% of people don't, aren't you doing their job with their degree. Well, yeah, that is also true, but they're doing it because... You can still have the goal, you know? They're doing it because something came up, and they hoped to have the goal, and they were wanted to pursue the goal, but they did this for money. <laughs> yeah. Sounds all too familiar, Yeah, what if, what if uh, Bill Gates and all those guys would have said, uh, well, my goal is to get this degree instead of quitting school and becoming super billionaires? Right. Yeah, exceptions to every rule. Because this is my goal. This is what I have to have. Well, maybe your thing should change. Maybe you should stop thinking about that goal and go over here and pursue something on your own. And this is only holding you back. So what's holding you back from finding real love is having this goal of thing, and going, I'm going to go out on third date and say this, 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 this. And so you're really not getting so to know anybody. So says to me. Because, I mean, really, really, if someone starts throwing out their shit about what they want from me right away. Not from you. No, not no, from you. Not from you. If I'm, out of life. No, if I'm going to be a part of your picture, not nothing about me. It's, it's about your you're picture. You're asking me what I want. I want to be married. I didn't ask to you a, what you want. You're telling me what you want. And I'm saying if the conversation. I didn't ask you. I'm saying on a date, if somebody <laughs> says, so, you know. You think, have you ever been married before? No, I've never been married. Do you want to get married? Yeah. I, I would I, never ask that because that's this horrible dinner conversation well, for, for a second ta- day. People do talk about So you want to get married? 
I mean, what's, what is the proper answer on a, on a second date? I would date? be honest. Yes, I want to get married I would someday. never ask it. Did you ask it? Probably not. Why not? But I would offer it if we were having a conversation, you know. I would offer. If, Come on, if you would hold the cards about, a little bit back if, to if say, you know, talking, obviously marriage might, you know, might be an option someday. I mean, it's but, not uh, a game. It's not a poker game. It is Love a poker is game. A poker I'm just game. being when honest. When it comes to getting to know somebody, and you you can't reveal your cards all because you know what? You're filled with flaws, perfect people. Right. I know you like to think that obviously <laughs> yeah. there's a line behind you, but there's not. You're filled with flaws. I mean, I asked that question the first time I went out with my my ex wife. I said, "What do you hate about yourself?" Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I could uh, I could go all night on that too, but you well, didn't but mean you, it. But you did not want to hear a legitimate complaint she had about herself. I said one thing: You're playing like a sexy, I'm being mm. mysterious and not showing. I'm showing no, no. The, the Joker card right the, now. It wasn't a Joker card. That was just a, a conversation starter that I'm sure that no one's ever asked. No one does that on the first date. I exactly. would answer. I did it for so, that reason. For one not thing. to legitimately get to know her. And I wanted to see what she would say, but I wasn't going to keep going down that road. Right, but for you guys to reveal everything about yourselves in the beginning, your goals and your dreams, and they all happen to be the same, you know, it seems like you're looking for someone to fit in your life and not be able to fit with somebody in a life that's made for the both of you. Because you you're living your life as a single person right now, and they're living their life as a single person. Mm-hmm. You have your idea of how your future is going to look. They have their idea. Sure. But when you get together. That idea has to meld, and because it melds, it's going to change. And if it doesn't change, you're going to be a but fucking if, lonely if, person because they're going to leave your ass. But if we're if you going have no ability like to this, bend. We're, there's no chance to go like this because if you're like, oh, no, no, I'm... You're, no, I'm you're like I'm that. You're happen. driving on your own road. And along the way, I'm going to go, hey, how are you doing? Yeah, yeah you're on this road, too. That's no, cool. No, so no you're going, on my your road what's your name? is what you're saying. Are you on my road? But I'm saying if you ask... No, if I, you, if I'm you, just eating here at the diner if on your road. Well, well, the pie's good. Um, I was heading this direction. Well, fuck you. And then all of a sudden we, we start talking over pie and bing, bang, boom, we're married. Um, I'm just saying, if but you would ask your road me a question, change? Would, That's what I'm saying. If you did start eating pie and all of a sudden well, I'm still the pie was at a crossroads. The road. But now you're on the road that she was on. And if she goes, oh, I'm making a right turn at never getting married or having kids, I'm going to go, well, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and continue on this road. But the pie was good. Thanks so much for the conversation. See you later. No. There's nothing wrong with having major life goals and wanting to achieve them with someone you care about. And being honest about it. If somebody's on a, a date yeah, with me and, asking me and asking me, I'm going <laughs> to say. That is what you're saying. You're saying I should lie and say, oh, I don't care. Get no, I'm married. Saying, don't get married. I'm saying you should be willing to mold as opposed to. This is what I want. I'm 40 years old. How this conversation started. A 40-year-old woman telling Mm -hmm. a 26-year-old man what she wants. I'm thinking it's hard for her to be honest because because if she is... He's going to bolt. Then that's fine. He should so bolt. So she should he never should say bolt. shit. She he should, should bolt. And, and just let him love her for as long as he can. And if she's a good woman and never pressures him and does the same things, doesn't become that bitch, then he will love her forever. But she's not, the pressure thing I don't like because you should never pressure anybody. There's, there's really no that's point That's what that. you're doing. No, I'm not pressuring. You're that's asking for, me what I want and I, w- I want to get married. I'm not looking for a casual fuck right now. I'm looking then for you're pressuring to, me to love you more than I am ready to right now. No. It's first date. I'm, that's why I do it first date. Because I'm second saying, date. I don't want this from you specifically. I know we're not there yet, but I'm just letting you know that one of my life goals is to be someone's husband and to be there for them in that way. <laughs> You're so gay. Right. How am I gay that it's... I want to be in a loving, lifelong <laughs> fucking relationship and make babies out of that love? Why is it oh, so gay? I want the same thing. It we're sounds, on the same road, Smeezy. It sounds pathetic. <laughs> I just I appreciate honesty. It doesn't sound real. But that doesn't sound real to me. If it's a woman, you think that sounded real to you? You think my line about what do you hate about yourself is bullshit? That sounded like, like a ton of shit more than my I don't, line. I don't mind that line. You know what? 
But it's not. I, my life goal someday yeah. is to be a husband and a father to somebody. Yes. Well, it sounds like the Oprah in the color purple. I have a lot of love to give. But that right. sounds like you're full of shit to me. I don't me. care if, if, oh, she, you're, if she sees it as full of shit. She can get off my fucking road. <laughs> see? It's legitimate. <laughs> get off my road. There you go. Because yeah. it's your road. That, that Yes, I agree. But it's a big road. No, but if you go like this, room. this is your road and this is my uh, road. Most of America's road, but we're Mr. All Kramer. Going not, towards not the, the one road. <sighs> not anymore. It's going towards we're not getting married. It's to cohabitation. It is to treating people with love and respect because you aren't locked in on some bullshit. Yeah, but true marriage, you don't feel locked in. You feel married. No. You feel like, oh, wow. True marriage, you always feel locked in. Then you're not with the right person. Because some people were married for a lot of years ago. My God, I'm, I'm... And if you never felt locked in, then you're not truly married. Locked? That's a horrible way to look at it. No, it's the, the truth. The, the, you're you, like, you're, oh, I feel so locked in. I know you're fake married. Uh-huh. But sure. That's, but because you, I love that be, phrase. Because you still have the out. That's why you can act. You can still play married. I wish I could have played married and all of a sudden when it didn't work <laughs> out, be like, well, fuck, we played married for, for three how am years. I, how is it? But how I is, had to actually go to court. I actually had lost my shit. I because, would too. No, you state wouldn't. Of California, state of California, I'm legally, I'm legally married. State of California, our home is when together. When did that happen? Well, I thought we voted against that because it was all so confusing on the ballot. No, the state of California, in the state of California, I'm looked at on, on all of our paperwork well, it's the domestic partnership. Mm-hmm. So You're not le- somebody's wife. Right. right. So, but, <laughs> but legally, but on paper, all of that stuff. So it's not like why I would can just you do go, that? get the fuck out. And she's like, mm, no. we." Then why would you need our- married then if it's going to be the same fuck up at the end? Why would you want to have, I mean, you have it. <laughs> no, I don't. You're banking not on it not federal. fucking up at right. the end. Meaning, if, you if you're equally. Lifelong. No, but if we move to a state Here's that didn't thing. recognize that, Frank, then we, are, we have awesome. nothing. We have nothing. Believe That's me, what we're fighting for. We're when, fighting when for. When shit every- hits the fan, we're moving someplace that doesn't recognize this. I don't want to have this conversation. I'd be taking a vacation to Montana or someplace. Hey, honey, we'll go camping. Yeah. All of a sudden, I'm. Hey, back up, back up, back up. All of a sudden, I'm bolting on you in Montana because they don't even recognize we were married to begin right, with. They Keep, just friends on vacation. Keeping all my shit. <laughs> they just friends on vacation, but you can never go back to California. That'd be great if every straight person can get it out. But if you have the same, we don't penalty at the end. We don't. You don't have the same penalty at the end? You just said you did. No, I'm saying... You lose all your shit, not, too. Not not federally. Well, that sounds like a pretty good deal to me. <laughs> I, mean, I don't if, have this conversation. If you can't lose fun. all your shit... Yeah. I'm talking about worst-case scenario. Mm-hmm. Then you... What straight people should be doing is fighting for what g- gays have right now. That should be the thing. I like, am. I, I'm, I, I'm against marriage. That's what you should do. You should, general. Fight for, you should fight for inequality. <laughs> no, I'm fighting for equality no, no, for all. No, no, I don't want to be, I want it to be different in every state. Uh, no, I, I don't want you to reckon. I'm fighting That's for equality for all, saying nobody should. Okay, let's, let's, then That's start, true let's equality. That. Outlaw marriage. I want to. Well, let's fight. Let's start the campaign. That well, would be, no, you're so that, wishy-washy. You've been be, fighting for it all hey, listen, the time. You can't jump the other I'm way. I'm all about <laughs> equality. I'm all about equality. If, if it's marriage is allowed for all, great. If it's outlawed for all, awesome. Either really? one. It's just equality. That's the big. That's so. The it's fight. not about marriage. It's the, the fight is for equality. At the end of the day, that's what it's about. So, so no, it's really about they're getting saying, attention. No, they're saying no. It's like it's. God ever, damn! It's, I thought you guys really wanted to get married. Well, some might. Uh, it's about it's about somebody looking at you and going, "You're more important than I am." That's not true. Well, in some cases, but not not when it comes down to marriage. Right. Exactly. Right. You have. I should have the same rights as you. It's it's somebody pointing a finger at me, your friend, saying Heidi's less important than you. I mean, how fucked up it's is not, that? It's not. I don't think it's about importance. It's just equality, about, Frank. It's not. I don't think it's about equality either. Are you insane? 
I don't think it's about equality. I, I really say don't. You're more American than Heidi right. is, and even though I pay more American, yes, yeah, she. You have, they, you get you have more all American the rights. rights than I Heidi get does. fucked more. I get, <laughs> what makes me more American? The government can fuck me more. Exactly. Because if I have kids, they I have to, take, I have to pay much. for them. Right. Single mother has kids. Who pays for them? I still have to pay for them. I mean, as far as the government always taking care of other people who can't get married or people mm-hmm. who can't doesn't doesn't have a partner to pay the child support and everything else. That's where I mean. Well, the I straight pay for white unwanted guys. The no, one who gets fucked all the but time. I pay, I by pay everybody. For, hello, I Not pay me. for unwanted kids too. I pay those taxes that goes in the welfare program too, and I ain't made no fucking babies that I can't take care. Of. I mean, I pay that same anybody who pays straight t- white guy pays more. Anybody who pays taxes pays for unwanted babies. You know, four four kids, uh, four different baby daddies. It's like, oh, oh, we don't know where the dads are, so we're ne- we're getting government assistance. Oh, that's awesome. That means I'm paying for her kids. I paid for kids, and I can't even have any. How fucked up is that? That is <laughs> fucked up. My God, well, I'm getting lo- dicked all every which way. I I just whatever. I think when you said that it's not if you feel trapped or in the wrong thing. I think if you're if you truly know what marriage is. You cannot help but at some point during that marriage feel trapped. That's a true. That's a true marriage. If you're with the uh, the right person, you go. I can't imagine a day of my life without this person. You, How could I feel trapped? That's like a prison. Like mm, fuck, man, I want to yes, get out of here. Yes, I mean, I I'd leave. You I don't would understand. Leave. You I don't leave. understand what I'm saying because you cannot really get married. Once you could really get married, there might be that moment. Where you're like, well, fuck. Right. I mean, what? It's like, say they well, did. Say they did make it legal in every state and true equality, sure. and every, and you guys are marching, having a great time, and we're all married now. I guarantee you, when that time happens, all of you are gonna have that sense of fuck. I want to. So we're that tra- means that means I in feel, a marriage, you're I'm thinking trapped. If if we were if we were just fake married right now, I would leave her today. That's no, I'm the thought, saying meaning you're trapped. I'm saying in the back of your mind, you have an option to. And you could fight and not be recognized and get all your shit back. I mean, if it, if it turned really, really ugly for you guys, you mm-hmm. have ways to get around real marriage. That's what I'm saying. There's no way for me to ever do that if I was, you know, married to a woman to get around it. I go to a different state. I'm fucked there, too. I'm right. fucked. So to have that feeling of, like, when ups and downs of marriages. when, sure. when Yeah, I'm saying when you have that down and you're in a marriage, mm-hmm. you feel trapped. And you feel like, I am fucked. Meaning, I want to get out of this and I can't. Yes, because if you did, it, it'd be, right. you'd be fucked financially. You, you'd, you wouldn't be able to do this, this. I mean, but then you, th- get, you th- get over that. There's more penalty to, to, to it than ever there was that seemed good to it. So to actually live marriage and have any wisdom about it, you have to have felt trapped to be able to even give advice about it to That's somebody. That's bizarre. That's bizarre. Oh, I'm, okay. I'm just saying. Then if you, you can't, you can't only live on a high. Of course not. I'm not saying. that you understand even down the low, of low times. In my relationship now, we're coming up on eight years. Oh, yeah, but we've had highs and lows for sure. But, but I've you never, always get but out. I've never thought. I've never even had that. That thoughts never crossed my mind that I think I want to break up. I think I don't want to be with her anymore. It's not even crossed my mind, and that's as honest as I can be. In eight years, I've never gone. I don't know. But maybe she has. I'll ask her. If she hasn't, then you guys are just fake married. All right. I'll ask her if she's ever wanted You want out. her to say yes. You want her to. I, she I ever don't wanted, think she will. If she ever wanted out and stayed, then she feels truly married to her. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying, Shmees? I do, but I, I, I genuinely think this is not a marriage uh, opinion you're coming at it from. You're coming from the male perspective. And I think, because I feel that way, and I've only been with my girlfriend for two years. And you're just, and li- look, you're, you have nothing on paper, so you, could, you could leave tomorrow. I, but I look at the cats, and I look at the apartment, and I look at all our stuff, and I'm like, oh, if this gets bad, 
Ah! You lose I'm, everything. I am stuck in this. Even I'm, though you're not. I could not go live fancy free in Tennessee next week. I made a joke about how hey, I'm going to go hook up with some ex-girlfriends in Tennessee. But <laughs> I, You are hilarious. What? what, what, what? <laughs> oh my God. But no, but I don't have the freedom to do that, which the male part of me does freak out at that sense okay, of maybe it's a male. Maybe it's a male thing. Though. But my heart uh, supersedes all the weird stuff that goes on in the male brain. Maybe it is. Maybe lesbians are more likely just to say we're in it. I mean, like, well, like I've just never, I've never felt, I've never, yeah, but in that relationship, she was never going to leave. I felt, she was happy. I felt there were many times where I'm going, oh, I got to do it. I'm doing it this weekend. I'm leaving. I'm and you didn't. For seven years. I'm getting out. I'm getting out. I'm getting out. Seven years. Yeah, but in this relationship, I can, t- I can tell you as honest as, I, I mean, if you're looking at it as, oh, I can leave it. Even if it was, e- I've never ever considered it. It was, it's never a thought. I've never felt trapped like fuck. And ours would be com- complicated too. Um, you know, it's like, oh fuck. But I'm saying you could probably find loopholes in six, yours. Six animals, a home, stuff, insurance, car. I, I mean, it's like, and that uh, never uh, stresses you out. To I look don't at because all I don't. Things. It's not ending. I don't. But I don't ever that, feel isn't like, that like oh, roommate shit where it's like, oh, we get we got the lease, we got the you know, it's like who's going to take over the apartment and who's going to take the dogs and I no. mean, it, it seems like that's everyday breakup bullshit anyway. No. If you happen to be cohabitating, it's still the same thing. But without, a, without love and feeling and emotion. My name's on the direct TV bill. I mean, it's like, yeah, as far as like whose name's I'll on I'll cancel what. it and I'll start it over in mine. We'll See? get the first month free. Look at that hassle you lesbians have when you get divorced. Oh, it really is. Who's going to take over the direct TV bill? Yeah, that's the most important thing, TV. <laughs> that's where I'm going to be spending all my time now that we're apart. I think it's just the, the male, it is. You better get the full package. Perspective. Yeah. I think if you ask Shmoo if she ever felt trapped, she would say, not one moment has ever passed that I've and ever Why would you felt think trapped. she'd say that? Because she can leave and find somebody else? I, I feel I feel that women have more of a sense of confidence that there's... There's always a guy waiting. We're nesters and I don't... Or they always, like, well, they always going, have somebody waiting. Oh my waiting. God, I'm, not, I'm never going to fuck anybody else. This is going to be the only fuck I ever have for the rest of my life. Guys would have that feeling. I don't have that. I don't look at her and go... Wow, I'm never going to be with an, a, a different girl. I'm never going to have another a first kiss again in my life. Fuck. You never think that? No. Not until the moment where I'm making the point on the show, but I never I never look at a girl and go, fuck, even if I wanted to kiss her, I couldn't. I can't. I can't. I don't think that way. So maybe that is more of a male thing where you're going, oh my God, I'm, I'm going to ask this girl to marry me. This is... I'm never having sex with another woman ever again. That's the only pussy I'll ever get. No, it's about thinking, can you get anybody ever again? Well, you know, Anybody can get anybody ever again. Why do you have to wonder if you can? No, not necessarily. Sure. Not when you put, like, first, look at Schmees. What? <laughs> you really think you can get anybody well, ever he, again? Here's what I always go in my head. Well, I got you, so it means I can get somebody else. Yeah. And you got, no. well, you got people before her. Oh, I could get bitches all over this time. <laughs> <laughs> I've been knocking them down. Yeah. Right. Here's a tweet. Yeah. Frank is right again. My brother wanted a family and wanted the whole thing, so he got with a dumb girl after two weeks of dating. She got pregnant. Now he hates her. She sent him to jail and has taken his kids away. She's well, the devil, and she's stuck. And he and he's stuck with her for the rest of his life because he thought that's what he wanted. So he married a dumb girl. Well, I'm saying you, you don't, because he, he thought that's baby. what he, she's only dumb now. She wasn't dumb then because they both wanted the same thing, but he didn't know who she was. Well, he didn't know she was dumb. You look All he for the knew whole was package. Our, our goals match. Ay, ay, ay. People are so dumb. Talk yeah. about talk about dumb. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> they're on my same road, but they're in the gutter yeah, of the road. Yeah, I mean, what? she's on the road. These people. These people know. sound like they had the same plan. Two weeks of dating, fell in love, magnet. I want, I want babies. But my one of my best friends in the world back home 
he got uh, engaged after three weeks knowing a woman, mm -hmm. knowing her, met her, three weeks later proposed. None of us believed in it, but we all kept our mouth shut and said he needs to learn from his own mistakes. They just had their third child, and they've been together for six, seven years now. And he feels trapped every minute of the day. Well, he, if he's truly married, he does. Yeah, if he's truly <laughs> married, he has, is what I said. Uh, if he's truly married, he has. Uh, Otherwise, you're just playing house. Mr. Jaded. No, it's, it's Makes true. me sad. People understand who are married understand what I'm saying. I don't expect you I'm to understand. I, I, I consider myself married. Who are married anybody, man, man, woman. I mean, there's times when women want out of relationships. Of, but because of their life, because of what they got going on, they can't get out either. Why? Because they're married. That's what's great about dating. That you can just tell people to go fuck themselves. Then for every, Never guy, call me then again. For every guy listening, stop proposing. I wish You're they bringing were, it on yourself. I wish they would, but Stop you got a woman it. like this in Vegas who's then pressuring say a guy. Fuck her. Fuck her. I did say fuck her. Then, then I'm saying to that I guy. I said, tell him no. Don't do that. Don't then, marry her. Then, move on. Then that's fine. But don't blame the girl. Then go, if you're going, I don't want to get that, then move on. It shouldn't be a discussion. I just told her not to, If she shut the fuck up, she'd have been fine. I blame her for bringing it up. Like I bring, blame you for bringing it up third date. <laughs> don't sabotage yourself, then ladies. Stop asking me what I want. They didn't probably ask. <laughs> you always seem to offer. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> just try to tell you what I want. Not that I ever get it, but I continue to try. Asking those kind of questions on the first or third date makes you sound desperate. How do you watch way too many chick flicks? I really don't. I don't watch chick flicks at all, actually. With over 50% of marriages ending in divorce, Frank is right. It's a gamble. You hope to win, but not everyone does. Right. I, well, yeah, it's 50%. It's over 50%. But... You, you hope that you're in the 50% that survives and well into your 80s and 90s and in love and holding hands at the IHOP. I don't know about that. It seems like good on a, on a postcard, on a, on a uh, Hallmark card, but I don't know. People do it. You, you don't think your you don't mom... You those two old people feel trapped? <laughs> <laughs> By the shit in their pants. <laughs> God, I really like the Ellie's pants I right really now. I really feel stuck to this relationship, <laughs> this bench and these pants. Oh, we'll never solve anything and we're never going to agree, so fuck it. No, we got one more call. Let's go to no, Ava. No, we got let's it. Go to, late. Let's go to Ava in L.A. Hey, Ava. Ava. Hey, guys. What's um, up? I, I love you, Heidi and Sneeze. I have to agree with Frank. Thank you. Um, I, 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 about having, being on that one road, that, that's the one thing you want. You're looking for the thing because, Sneeze, you're a perfect example. You want to be married. You say it on the first date. You have a wonderful woman who's waiting for a ring. Why aren't you marrying her? If you want a baby and that's what you want, see, you're just wait. You want to do something else, and you want her to be with you on that road. He's not and dumb. He, you wait he, for the right time. It's not like there's a, an end date. You can say what you want. Yeah, doesn't we're have both to be on that road. The, the only she's reason giving that you pictures of rings, she's telling you what she wants. And I can't so afford those rings. I just can't afford them. I do not have she's any have money. If he had a million dollars in the bank, he'd already be married. We'd be married, and a baby would be in that belly. I can promise you that. Did you realize we have to go, and you keep talking to this woman. <laughs> Thank you, Ava, but we're running late. we got to get out of here. Uh, Shmi's got to keep chatting, chatting, chatting. He's going to miss us, obviously, but uh, we're going to be gone for a week. We'll be back next uh, next Monday. Not next Monday, but fun Monday after that. Be sure and come back to HeidiandFrank.com. Go check out HF24 and link it to all your friends. Share it on Twitter and Facebook. We'll be back next in two weeks for Heidi and Frank. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. Yeah, you fucked up for the last time You think you got everyone figured out We 
living in a glass house Cause everything's shattering all around Now tell me what you're mad about I'm tired of 